official sports pad podcast is here to bring you the hard count. I am the man they call Cobra, and with me is Ben once again. How you doing, Ben? I am doing great. Enjoying my day off. How are Enjoy, you? Enjoying the offseason or missing football? I miss football, but we got baseball coming around the corner, so it's about yes, we up. yes we do yes we do. Uh, we're getting ready, getting the getting ready to iron out the kinks and launch our new baseball podcast. And what is that baseball podcast called, there, Ben? Dirt and turf. Dirt and turf, where we're serving not not only baseball facts but dingers. That's right. Yep. Uh, so what we're doing today on the hard count. Uh, we are getting ready to talk about NFL free agency and the draft. And, oh boy, this is going to be an interesting year, considering the NFL did raise the salary cap for a bunch of players. Yeah, it's what I want. Well, well, not players, the teams, you know what I mean. Was it about 250 now, somewhere around that area? Yeah, something around, around like that, because uh, I can definitely tell you the Buffalo Bills definitely benefited from that. Yeah, they they upped it another, like, $10 million, I think. Uh, it was actually uh, actually like fifteen million, I think. Oh, really? I mean, after they've already upped it once. Yeah, it was it was like after it's all said and done, it was like fifteen million uh, extra. Well, that's after even it was all said and done. because it turned uh, the Buffalo Bills salary uh, desperation for like fifty-seven, I think it was it was like fifty-seven to like 40, 46 or something like that. It was real weird. They need it. Yeah, they do. Uh, considering. Um, and, you know, and of course, now that, you know, free agency and the combine is starting, we are really starting to see some very interesting moves, some, some cuts. I, I saw earlier that Washington cut uh, an offensive lineman, they're starting offensive lineman. Yes, they did. Um, let's see, I have, let's see, term, would it be terminations, I'm guessing? Yeah, it would be it would be termination. Yeah, there's no listings yet for that. Let me go back to the page I was on. Ben has the has the facts in front of us, so. So right now, as of today's article on NFL's website, um, J.K. Dobbins, who tore his Achilles week one of last season, posted a video to social media on Thursday in which he was doing sprints and running on a treadmill. So he's an impending free agent. Um, Eagles released Kevin Bayard, safety, (coughs) per Ian Ian Rappaport. The Buccaneers um, have promoted Bobby Slater to vice president of sports medicine. That's not, to be fair, Ben, that's not really necessary when it comes to coaching uh, transactions. It it is and it isn't. You know, again, it isn't, isn't. Um, but the last one is Washington. Yeah. They um, released Logan Thomas and offensive tackle Charles Leno, Jr. Yep, uh, that that was uh, so far uh, so far right now. I mean, we're early in free agency. Uh, yes, so very early. Not, oh yeah, very early. I mean, it hasn't even started realistically. And also, you know, the combine is starting too. Uh, which let's get into the meat and potatoes of the thing. Caleb Williams, the gift that keeps on giving. Can so, I talk about this for a minute, Ben, before we get right into it? Go right ahead. 
Caleb Williams, the you know the player who hasn't even put a snap in the NFL, is proving to me and proving to Ben and probably a lot of other pl- people listening to this podcast that he is the next Ryan Leaf, Johnny Manziel, Jamarcus Russell. Take your pick, quarterback bust. <clears throat> you know who has you know he has a major character issue. He is he is showing Ryan Leaf and Johnny Manziel. Hey, I won't just be an asshole, you know, before, after draft, I'll be it before and show all my cards. You know, actually, fuck it, not just my cards, I'll show my ass. Because, you know, he is denying a medical exam. Which, by the way, that character issue red flag that he had just turned crimson. Ben, now it's your turn. Oh, yeah, I mean, I agree. Why would you turn down your medical history or even any type of medical eval? You're hiding something. You're hiding something in your past. You're hiding something that could be currently going on. Um, yeah. who, who was I, it? Was it, was it May or Daniels that they just found some sort of fracture? Um, I, I think it was May. I think it was. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was May. Um, and then I'm reading this quote. It says, Williams says he can be both an artist and a surgeon as a QB. He says, there are important times for both styles of play. From Packers coverage by Acme Packme on X. Like, get the hell out of here. Like, Caleb Williams is just, he's drama. He's another quarterback that's just going to be prima donna. You've already seen it last season. He ran up to the stands to his mom, was crying, had to hide his face because he was crying. When, everybody loves their pets. Don't get me wrong. Pets are amazing. But what leader of a quarter, what quarterback, what leader of a team, a football team, to be exact, says on live TV, when I have a bad game, I go home and cuddle my dog and watch Netflix. What? That should never come out of a leader's mouth. No. No, that, that, no. no. What, what, you, what you should do, what should have come out of his mouth is, you know, I I think about I think about the game the game. You know, I, I think about the, I think about the game I had in the past. I think about the game I have coming up. I study film, study tape, put nose to the grindstone. You know, do my job, work hard, play hard. You know the yeah, you give the typical Peyton Manning type answer, but that's what an NFL team actually wants. And speaking of the draft of the uh, combine, Brady beat his record when he was 22 years old. Or 24 years old. Well, I, can I tell you why? Why? I guarantee you Tom Brady uh, didn't give a fuck about the draft. Yeah, he, he finished at a 5.12, barely beating his 2,000 time. That's a, that's 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 pretty remarkable for a, a for 46-year-old quarterback. That's retired. Look, to, to, be, fa- to be fair, um, I disagree with that. Like I said, I, I Tom Brady, to me, you know, as far as his combine numbers, I don't think he gave a fuck. Probably not. Yeah, I, I, guarantee, I guarantee you, I mean, everyone goes, oh, he was a draft deal. He also didn't play, you know, to be fair. Oh, yeah, he never had to run. Um, the Saints, from what I'm reading here, the Saints have saved $9.4 million in cap space by restructuring Cameron Jordan's contract. Good. That's Very good. good. Um. You know, and, and you know, speaking of, um, you know, of old players, 
you know, if you want to talk about co- combine numbers, you know, Dennis, uh, not Dennis, but Daryl Green, you know, oh, former, man. yeah, you know, still, still is in the in the low fours, you know, of his. Is he, other, still, of, is he still doing that? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he still, he still, he still runs on occasion. Wow, that's a surprise. You know, I haven't seen any recent numbers now, but it, I think it was like ten years ago he had like a. He still had like a four five forty. Hey, that's not bad. And, and, you know, and, and to be fair, that's still good nowadays. Yeah, nowadays yeah. it's really good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he had like a, I think he had like a four two. He was clocked at four two. He, was, and he caught up to Eric Dickerson. So. So when we talk about the draft coming up. Who do you feel is going after quarterbacks? Um, well, I can definitely tell you, uh, Chicago is going to uh, is going to get rid of Justin Fields. Uh, they're they're definitely going to be in search for quarterback uh, because uh, and the rumor is he's going to Atlanta. That's, that's the rumor. That's been a heavy. That's been a heavy rumor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I I can definitely tell you, teams that need a quarterback. Um, are Chicago, yeah, Chicago, probably Minnesota, uh, the Jets, probably, they'll, they'll draft a quarterback late, basically to be an understudy for Aaron Rodgers, definitely. if he isn't traded, if he isn't traded in Minnesota. Um, definitely the Patriots. The Patriots, yes, uh, they're, they're starting fresh, um. Uh, Washington could, but I also think they need to short. I also agree with you. They need to short their offensive line. If they're going to get a quarterback, they'll get they'll get some career backup. You know, well, according to the new, like Sam Darnold or something like that. According to the new GM, he he loves he loves Sam Howell. He wants to give him a shot. From what right, I'm right, right. That's why I said you know Washington is yeah. maybe, but also they could. Get like a a cheap free agent uh, quarterback, you know, to kind of be a mentor if they don't keep cheap. That's all they. If they don't keep Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I don't think Brissett's staying. I think he's going. Um, I I see them definitely picking up somebody in the off season, whoever it will be. Yeah, Um, someone who someone who is uh is not really uh someone who could come in, you know, and come in slash mentor, but is not expected to be the starter. What I would do is um, the Patriots are number three, and they're, they pick number three. I, if I was Washington, I would just trade back and take the capital from the Patriots, and they could possibly even turn two, one first round into two first rounds by trading away one of their second rounders. I, I agree with that. Um, or they could, you know, yeah, they could. That's if the Patriots have Borderwood first round pick, which I don't know if they do. Which so if they do move back, they can just move back to Patriots third round pick and get another second round if the Patriots have an extra. Which I'm not yes. sure. The, the thing the is, uh, the thing is, though, Washington does have capital. Oh, uh, Washington has tons of fucking capital right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, especially you know, with getting rid of uh, of Montez Sweat and Chase Young. That was uh, you know, a. You know, a head scratcher to me, but if they were they were announcing they were going to rebuild, they're going to rebuild. So, whatever, cool. 
Yeah, right now the commander's total cap space is seventy-nine million six hundred fourteen thousand six hundred seventy-one dollars. That's as yeah. of February twenty-second. They have the most available. Yeah, and not only that, but they uh, done something very interesting, and that is they've decided to renovate FedEx Field. Snyder Grad is actually getting upgrades. Holy shit! That's something that is needed. They need a new stadium. <laughs> But right now they do. Right now the ownership group don't have enough confidence with the with the fan base, the the fan populace, and the ownership group to even grant a new stadium. I mean, there's there's a one lady in Washington D.C. who's trying to build that stadium. It wants to try to entice them to come over, which we'll see if that happens. I don't know. If yeah, I, again, I don't think that'll fall through. Um. You know, to be to be fair, I mean, no offense, but it's just the th- the thing is, as of right now, you know, that ownership group needs to do something with that stadium at the moment. Because I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to FedEx Field. I have. I have it is not impressive. It it is to me, it's for, for the amount of. The pricing of the tickets and the pricing of the parking, it's it's not worth it at all. The parking is almost worth, it's almost more than what it is worth for the seats itself. Yeah. So I'm yeah, looking uh, at I'm looking if, at the, if you want if you want the cheap uh, the cheap seats, you know, the twenty five dollar seats. Yeah, those things are crap. The, 20, the twenty I mean the twenty five dollar parking, I should say. That you know, you have you have to trek at least a mile. Oh, I'm sure you do. I mean, it's like. And if you're worse a larger, if you are a if you are a larger fan, you know, a person of the larger persuasion and are not used to walking more <laughs> than a mile, that is a trek. Yeah. It is a it is a trek, and you're stopping. Yeah, I mean, uh, I do it when I go to concerts. So I mean, I'm used to it. Yeah. So oh. Well, before I went down with a with a back injury, uh, you know, I walked I walked that just fine, you know. I was you know, but uh, my Brittany, uh, she was gassed. You know, she she was she ran out of steam. Uh, like it we really, were about I, we were about like fifty feet from my car, she was gassed. There is one idea that we've never talked about before. Maybe venues who have parking. Further out, maybe they should have trolleys or like something that picks people up, like the fair does. The, well, the, the, oh, that's <laughs> the you know, like a local, like a little shuttle. Yes. Yeah. I, I, you know, but of course, you know, and that's maybe something the ownership group could invest in, uh, like a little later. But as of right now, you know, as of right now, they're stuck with what they have. <sighs> unfortunate. Unfortunate, but what can you do? Um. All right. So what else? What else can we uh can we talk about while we while we're here, man? Uh, well, know, talking about talking about trading back in the draft. The New England Patriots oh, do yes. have a second rounder. It's yes. the second one in the second round. It's number thirty-four pick. So I why, have a very I have a very interesting opinion about the first round. I think that? the first I think the first round isn't going to be as deep as we think. What do you mean? Like you don't think they're gonna pick everybody that everybody thinks they're gonna pick, or 
I, I think that I think yes, I think that's gonna happen. Like, like everyone, like the 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 mock draft that everyone's gonna have is gonna be real screwed. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm gonna agree with that, um, especially for the fact that the Bears are controlling everything right now. The, they, the Bears, the Bears control a lot. You know, the Carolina Panthers' biggest blunder that they've ever made, other than uh, other than drafting Ray Carruth, that is their biggest blunder. And I'm talking draft day blunder. I'm not talking about Super Bowl blunder, okay? Because they've made two of them. I mean, they are the Bears. Uh, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the Panthers, not talking about oh, the Bears. Panthers. My bad. <laughs> the Panthers. Yeah. The Bears have only made one Super Bowl. Oh, they made two Super Bowls. The you Panthers know, are another team that. I, when is their next pick? They don't have a first round. Yeah, I think it's their. I think it's the thirty third. Yep, the thirty third pick. So. so what did the Panthers have that, that they could get away? Not like. I don't know. They they can't move up. They're technically stuck. Like they don't have any like trade capital really much of anything. No, no. Again, they're stuck. They're stuck where they're at for right now, and it's their own fault. They tr- they gave too much. Now they gave they gave too much for a for a little Texas quarterback. Well, I mean, the guy look who was drafting him. I mean, he got canned halfway through the season. Well, I, I I also think that Frank Reich was over overridden. Um, probably. I mean, I'm sure there were other people in the room that wanted somebody else, and they're like, oh, no, yeah. you're gonna, you know, we're gonna go with this guy. I don't think you know. What yeah, you're we're we're gonna, we're gonna go with the quarterback that drives the little tykes red and yellow car. <laughs> I, I mean, when you look at this draft, um, the biggest one that does stand out to me that has the biggest, other than the Bears. That has the biggest question mark at quarterback right now that stands out to me are the Denver Broncos. The Broncos. Yes. They are they are signaling that they are moving on from Russell Wilson. And the crazy thing is Russell Wilson's like, I don't want to go. I want to stay. Well, no. To be, and, no to be, and to be fair to that, every, every, professional, every professional says, I want to be with this team. But the reason why he's saying it is because he's doing that because he's trying to garner sympathy from the fan base. He's trying to he's trying to get cheap pops. If that if makes he, sense. If he's not let go by a certain date coming up, yeah, he, he gets thirty eight million dollars, or I think it's like thirty eight million. So of course he's going to say he wants to stay. Of course he's going to try the most he wants to do to try to stay, and then get paid, and then have him. <clears throat> get stuck and they don't know what to do, and then they have to try to trade him for a fourth round pick. Yeah, yeah, because because uh, as much as a lot of athletes don't want to admit when their time is up, their his Russell Wilson's time is up. He is cooked. I I don't know if his time is more up, more or less. I think it's the Donovan McNabb syndrome, where he doesn't want to learn a new system. That's how it feels to me. It didn't feel like he's trying to learn. No, Ben, I humbly disagree with that. It's not that he doesn't want to learn. It's that he probably can't learn 
especially at his at his advanced playing age. And I'm not saying that because again, you're when you're you're under you're under 40, but at the advanced playing age, you know, the advanced playing age that he is and he's what? Like 36, 37. But he also got to put in effect that he's <clears throat> was supposedly a quote unquote elite quarterback and quote unquote elite quarterbacks aren't supposed to have struggles like that. Not you know, yeah again elite, you know if you're if he was still elite you know he wouldn't have these again he wouldn't have these struggles you're right but again he is so cooked you know Gordon Ramsay is asking where the hell is the lamb sauce well he's been cooked since like what two or three years removed from when they won the Super Bowl yeah and then when they he, had he, that interception that's when it really went downhill that no, when he threw the interception. It was that it was that year he you know his you know he was cooked that year after he was cooked. Yeah, it started going downhill right after that. Yep. Uh, and you know, and it was, and you know, with Russell Wilson, you know, it's it's now it's the Broncos overpaid for his services. He thought you know he believed Russell Wilson believed. That he was worth the money that he is supposed to be pay- that he was getting it was getting paid now. Well, I would I would believe that too <clears throat> when everybody thinks he's like all like great and everything. I mean, yeah. the ego he the e- his ego is by far the biggest ego I've ever seen on a quarterback. Ah <clears throat> uh, no, no, not well. Brady's wasn't that big. No, well, Brady's wasn't, but as far as ego is concerned, you know, this year, you know, and I'm talking about like old quarterback. Aaron Rodgers had a bigger ego than and freaking Russell Wilson. Shit. Yeah, but at least he can still play. Uh, I mean, four you you go four you go four plays into into your fir- into your first game and you get an Achilles tear. Um, hey. Sometimes it happens. I mean, you never know. Well, let's see what happens this season. I mean, I mean then again, me- then again, Meth Life is a shitty stadium. I mean, as yeah, far as as far as the field turf is concerned. Now let's talk um, pending free agents. Yeah. Uh, apparently, I didn't know this. Kyle Allen is on the list as a pending free agent. Well, yeah, uh, Kyle Allen uh, was a was a free agent uh, from Buffalo because he was he was only there for like a one year deal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He he was only there as like a a stopgap, if that makes sense. Gotcha. You know when like, you when like you do high. that, with, you know when you do that with backups, you you basically just tend to go, hey, we're we're gonna need you know we'll need you when you need you, but you know hey, sign this sign this one year deal, you know here you know pretty much you're holding the clipboard, easy money. Now uh, as I'm looking at the free agent list, I'm gonna go down the teams here and see who I see as notable. Um, so for the Buffalo Bills, um, notable ones for me is I would say Micah Hyde, um, definitely Tim Settle, um, probably I would say Shaq Lawson, um, Latavius Murray as well as a decent backup running back. Um, I think Jordan Phillips. Um, I think he's good, isn't he? Yeah, Jordan, yeah, Jordan Phillips is good. Um, but I could, I would definitely say, uh, Buffalo probably won't resign Michael, Micah Hyde. Uh, definitely not. Um, 
I think either either he's uh, either he finds a new team this year or he's retiring. Yeah, he's been in the league for a while. He has. He you know he's uh, he's also had a major neck in, you know he had a major neck injury last year, uh, the year before. I'm sorry, but the Dolphins have a lot of defensive players that are being free agents. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's going to be very interesting next year uh, for the AFC East, as far as like the undercard is concerned. Yeah, they're because right now, it, it, right now, it's it is still looking like Buffalo's division to lose. At the moment, it looks like it is. Uh, at the moment, uh, at however, the Buffalo's got Buffalo has to figure out their cap situation, um, and there are rumors that uh, Stephon Diggs might be gone. Yeah. I'm thinking he's going to be going. Um, I I honestly think his tenure <clears throat> is probably two years overdue of being in here. I, I think that's all started last year. And it's I think I think I think it it started to come a, come to a head last year. Yeah, um, and the, the season before, um, you know, like when he started to show his ass at the with the Bengals. Yeah, there was a lot of signs that Diggs was almost on his way out. Yeah, um, and and to be fair, uh, to Stephon Diggs, um, it you know I think he is still a, a a good wide receiver, but I think his time at the number one position is over. We have breaking news shared by Jamie: um, the the Jets trade Zach Wilson to McDonald's. Um, the Jets receive a Big Mac, medium fry, a medium Coke, and McDonald's receives Zach Wilson. That's too rich for McDonald's. Jeez, they overpaid. <laughs> you know, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson isn't worth a big, a regular Big Mac meal. He's only worth two McChickens and a and a, and a McDouble. <laughs> so we're looking at the Patriots free agents, and a few of them that stand out to me is Jalen Rager. Hunter Henry, which he can never stay healthy ever since leaving the Chargers. Um, Mike Gusecki. Um, Gusecki. Um, who else? Uh, Miles Bryant, maybe. Jalen Mills. Uh, Matthew Slater's retired. He just retired. He was a special teams. He actually might. He actually might be considered for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So I mean, that, uh, that's kudos to that. Yeah. Uh, but as far as Jalen Rager is considered, I mean. In you know, hands of stone, Jalen Rager. There used to be uh, once upon a time used to be Aguilar, but he's improved a little bit surprisingly. Yep. Yeah, fucking Aguilar improved. Um. Um. See the Jets. Uh, and Jamie Cobb. is here. Welcome, Jamie. We are talking draft Welcome. and free agencies. Welcome, Jamie. What's up, guys? We are, we are live, so anybody can listen to us right now. Just to let you know. Yep. Go ahead and give us a follow if you haven't. Yep. Uh, and Jamie, uh, like I said, we were talking about the draft. We were talking about free agency and the free agents. Uh, do you have anything you want to add to uh, what we've been talking about, my friend? Um, I I think it's interesting that um, the commanders have already made a few of moves. One one actual surprising move of. Um, Releasing this game after signing a three-year deal last year. I mean, I think I was I was surprised that they released him. In my Can doctor. you increase your mic up a little bit, man? Uh, sorry, I'm using my phone. Can you hear me that better now? 
Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a little better. Sorry about that. All good. Uh, of course, the one day that I forget my AirPods. But um, Washington releasing Nick Gates uh, after just signing his three-year deal last year, I think is kind of a surprise. Not necessarily a shock based on how they played. Which one but was Nick Gates? He was a center. Okay, so I have a story on that. I thought that's who that was. Okay. <laughs> there was – remember the previous center we had? Um, fuck, what was his name? Um, oh, yeah, it was like was it che- Cheeseman? Yeah, Cheeseman. So the long snapper. Yeah, the long snapper. So who was the long snapper before Cheeseman? It was um. Oh, I can't remember his name. Um, who was be- Jamie? Who was before Cheeseman? Who was our long snapper? Was it uh? Oh, I can't remember his name now. I don't remember his name. Um, hold on. There's a story out there where he said that Ron Rivera told him, oh, yeah, you're coming back next season. And then he suddenly gets cut, released, and replaced with Cheeseman. And then he's like, I saw the writing on the wall before they released Cheeseman. I knew that was going to happen. Like, So there there was some shady stuff going on inside the locker room with Ron Rivera and that offensive line. So <clears throat> there's some, like, i go look it up, but it's some, it's some juicy stuff. Oh, yeah, there's definitely something. But something that I like is – um, Dan Quinn and staff have a solid idea of what they're actually going for. Better be a better idea than what they did last year. Shit. No, anything could be better. Yeah, because uh, that defense had more defense had more holes than a colander, and that offensive line couldn't couldn't block anything if you know, like it was Twitter. <laughs> but. Rumor has it Dan Quinn is expected if if the Texans do not make a push, Dan Quinn is looking to make a move towards Dalton Schultz to bring him to Washington. Ooh, nice. Nice move. And then the other uh, route that they're looking is on the defensive side, targeting uh, uh, defensive edge Brian Burns. Hmm. So we got some got some good moves going on in Washington, definitely. But that's all, that's all neither here nor there. So we'll we'll right, see what right, happens. Right now they're right now they're just only rumblings. That's all they are. Yep, only rumblings, and they're removing people to create even more cap space, even though they walked in with the most cap space uh, going into not, this. Not awesome. just not just cap. Not, they just they don't only have cap space. They also have draft capital. Yes, all they right. do. Here we go. A, a fuck ton it. of it. I found the article. So Nick Sunberg. Oh, that's what it was, yes. Um, told GND that Cameron Cheeseman changing his long snap technique was a bad decision. So Nick Sunberg said that he never changed his technique because that messes with everything. That messes with your rhythm and all that. He said that he made a bad decision in my professional experience, in my opinion. As a long snapper, you tend to not get better at snapping when you get to your mid-20s. You develop your talents when you become the best long snapper that you can be. So he thinks that um, because that they did that, uh, I guess because somebody told them to change his technique. Let's see. Um, I'm guessing was, his technique was told to be changed. I'm trying to see if I can find if there's any kind of uh, yeah. Well, it, well, if if you change anything on any type of habit on any any offensive lineman per se. Then you know. Then you really got, you know. Then you really 
you know, screwed things up. Uh, the late Uche Winery would say would say that a l- offensive lineman is all about their technique. Yeah, it's it's all technique, and I mean, apparently somebody told him he had to change his technique, and once his technique changed, that's where it all went downhill. Yep. Um, Whoever's in Washington, uh, hopefully that guy is going. That was training the. Yeah, I, I I believe they did, I I believe they did a full coaching purge, you know, in Washington. I think they did. I didn't hear if they released every single body, but I know they pretty much did. They only retained like one guy, which was and Ryan. I think Kerrigan that one guy was a coach. Well, actually, Ryan Kerrigan's still there. Yeah, Kerrigan's the only one who maintained his role as assistant linebacker coach. And the only reason why is because he has a passion for that team. He has a hard passion for that team, man. He is dedicated. Yeah, and he also fits like the kind of stock coaching style that Dan Quinn wants to have. Like when you look at any of his any of the teams that he's been a part of, he he go he groups after passion and hard work, and that's what you're getting in Dan. Well, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this openly about Washington's uh, expectations next year. I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit. I know I think Washington will miss the playoffs next year, but just they'll like have like a nine and eight season, but just miss the playoffs. So you're saying they'll be in the conversation at least to the end. Yes, yes. They'll be one of those eliminated at the last week type of uh, conversation. Now, here's one thing. At this I point, do. I'll take it. <laughs> here's, here's one thing I want to I want to try to figure out. Why hasn't Washington went after Chris Cooley to be a tight end coach? Because Chris Cooley also has a hard-ass passion for the team. Um, I, th- I think as of right now, I think it's uh, it probably has something to do with management. Um. Like they're, uh, they want they want established names as far as like coaching names, and even though Chris Cooley is an established Washington player, they don't know enough about his coaching uh, acumen, especially in the pro level. So that makes a little bit of sense. But then again, I could just be blowing smoke up. I mean, I mean, also, it could be like some sort of like guidance like trying to help the younger tight ends that come up yeah yeah but at the same time like yes he was like the tight end for the longest time in washington but (coughs) did when did you actually have a counterpart that was drafted as a tight end and groomed up to be as good as coley yeah it it didn't happen so even though he was a stout athlete he very well could not have the the coaching ability to take what he knows and apply it into other people. And and no, and no offense uh, to to Chris Cooley, I also think that uh, the coaching staff that he was under might not have given him enough knowledge to or opportunity. Over. Yes, yes, to to like drop knowledge into his lap to pat, carry forward. Mm-hmm. You know that probably might have affected it too. So, well, I mean, I do. I mean, I have listened to his radio show. He's very passionate towards the team. Oh, I don't think anyone's gonna, anyone's ever going to say that he doesn't have the passion. I feel like he could be a good mentor at least. Yeah. Because when was I mean he's still he's still involved in the Washington organization. He's just not a coach. 
Yeah. So he's still around. So he's still able to provide that without having the coach labeled out on him. He, he also he also could be enjoying what he's doing right now with the organization. That that could oh, yeah. also make sense. He also does pottery. <laughs> I mean, I mean, who who wanted to imitate their best Patrick Swayze? <laughs> but the biggest thing is, is that Washington. That's that's the one thing that Washington hasn't really had since Cooley's left is a well-established tight end. Yeah, and that's why I'm hoping that Houston does a stupid thing and not re-sign Dalton Schultz. Because yeah. uh, that's, that's the guy I, mean, I want. I mean, another thing, too, is uh, apparently, uh, you know, like I said, Buffalo, you know, has, you know, has to move some capital. And everyone's saying, hey, Dawson Knox could be available for draft capital. It's possible. Yeah, There's yeah. also a trade rumors that, Speaking of draft capital, Washington may may be trading Sam Howell to another team uh, in exchange for a third-round pick. Apparently, there, there's r- rumors that multiple teams have quote have requested uh, to speak on trades for Sam Howell, and the average was third round. Yeah, and and I hate to say this, Ben. I know we were talking about this earlier. How uh, management do like Sam Howell? Sometimes, man, when the price is right, you know, you got you to gotta move. I hate, I hate to say it like that, but when the price is right and you want to make a move like that, you know. And, and, if you, and if you're Washington, you get an offer you absolutely can't refuse. That's even more leverage to even trade up again. So not only would they have the ability, if they do end up keeping their second pick, yep. they could use that extra trade and that extra draft capital yep. to put up a package to get another pick inside the first round. Exactly, or like package Sam Howell and and like the third round pick to move up to like and get a good second. You know, the Jets might be a good option for Sam Howell. Yeah, so underneath Aaron Rodgers for a year, understand how he can get distribute the ball quickly, quickly and accurately, and then once Aaron decides to ultimately go to Minnesota, then yep, it can because be Howell's we time know it's his destiny. We know it it's is his the destiny. destiny. It is his destiny to cosplay as Brett Favre 2.0. The only it's written in the stars, my you know, friend. Need, the only thing he needs to do to scratch that off his bingo card is he needs to go to Minnesota, play for a year, play for at least two more years in Minnesota, retire ungracefully, and then commit some type of welfare fraud. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> No, no bad feelings, Brett Favre. Have, have we talked about draft at all? Yes, we have. We, we mainly bit. talked about Caleb Williams' immaturity. Yeah, we don't. Feel oh, like yeah, I'm, I'm there with you. Yeah, we don't. Feel I like, like him as a player, but his, his off-field stuff is a big turnoff. Like he, Ian Leaf and Johnny Menzel, bitch! I'm not going to show my ass when I get my contract. I'm going to show my ass before I even step onto the stage. Yeah, he hasn't even remotely showed any type of leadership skills. He has shown that he's reluctant to cooperate in any type of, like, medical exams. What are you hiding, my dude? Why why don't you want them to see your medical exams? Why don't you want to see their medical history? What are you hiding? He might be he might be on some type of some type of gas. It could, but actions speak louder than words. 
And my man says all the right things, but the actions just don't match up with what he says in his interviews. Because I've, li- I've listened to interviews that he's had, and he, from if you're taking words as value, he says all the right things, which I can see why a lot of people, uh, a lot of people draw towards him. They look at what he's saying, they look at the on-field product that he has uh, put out this past year, but then. The closer we get to draft with all these things that he's hesitant to do and the things that he's opting out of to do, it it just it screams I, red flags to me. I question. Don't be tempted by a snake oil salesman, for fuck's sake. I, I am very hesitant on his mental stability because of the simple fact of how he reacted to losing um, – I can't remember what team they played, but he, they lost. Talking about and, the infamous crying with his mom meme? Yeah. Like, who, like, what natural born <laughs> leader of a football team, the quarterback, and you're supposed to be a NFL stud, does that? I can, uh, I can, look, I can understand crying on the field, you know, and then, you know, and then you're, you know, I can understand that because some of the most some of the biggest moments in the NFL have have had players cry on the field. And, and, and then, and then he had his little comment uh, interview thing when he was being asked by the press. Well, well, how do you handle a loss, a hard loss? He says he goes home, cuddles his dog, and watches Netflix. No, you go home and watch fucking film, you idiot. Yeah. Yeah, what mistakes did I make last game? Exactly. You don't tell a reporter I want to go home and I hug my fucking dog all night. And then you ne- then Netflix and chill. Now, you know what would be you know what would have been as bad is if he said, "Oh, I go home and I go home and and uh, go on computer and watch Brazzers." Or only fans. Brazzers, Brazzers. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, they do have like a seven-day trial for here you know, for occasions. They do question his mental stability, and then you have who was the guy who said that he didn't believe planets existed? Hmm. Who was that, Jamie? I can't remember who that was. Didn't you share that, or somebody shared that? Let me see if I can find it. Uh, I don't remember that yeah. one. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't share that one. But it definitely sounds like a quarterback that listens to the song "Miracles" by ICP. No, this, this isn't even a quarterback, I don't think. Um, I think it was a safety. Um, hold on. No response to my comment on that one? <laughs> no. Uh, I said I said that he probably listens to the song Miracles by ICT and thinks it's a life, life lesson to live by. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking magnets, how do they work? There we go. Former Texas Tech defensive back Tyler Owens claimed that he doesn't believe in space nor the existence of other planets, and he and said flat Earth theories had some valid points. Oh my god! I mean, do you, my guy? I am so glad that guy is not going to be a first round draft pick because I can definitely tell you what he'd be in my mind. He'd be a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) So, speaking of idiot. Um, they were talking about maybe possibly getting with rid of the Wonderlick. I don't even know if they did yet, but they were talking about getting rid of it. No, don't get rid of the Wonderlick. The the Wonderlick is a nece- is a necessary test. It is. Yeah. Um, For any important job, you have to pass Wonderlick in order to get that job. 
Yes. Uh, and in all over honesty, uh, you know, you know who actually has the lowest score on Wonderland, right? Is it you? Brady? I don't know. No. Vince Young. Wow. A one on the Wonderland. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I know Achilles Smith had a nine, but Vince Young had a one. Wow. I mean, for my job, I've passed the Wonderland, so I don't know how much different it is on the NFL level, but still. Yeah. So here's I passed, my... I passed the Wonderland with my job until before I got injured, but, you know, hey. Here's my question. For both of you. Starting with uh, um, Cobra. Who do you feel the Bears are taking number one? Um, who do I feel the Bears are taking number one? Yes. Um, well, if the, if, the, if the rumors are that they're going to trade fields are true, um, they're they're gonna they're gonna make me bust out laughing with milk out of my nose uh, for you know for Caleb Williams. I would agree. Everything points that Chicago's going to be taking Caleb Williams. Unfortunately, points to Caleb Williams, and I'm, and trust me, I'm going to be laughing because I think he is. I think he is definitely going to be the biggest reach of the draft. He's not going to be able to handle Chicago. If they thought Justin Fields couldn't handle Chicago, he's not going to be able to handle Chicago. Nope. And it's cold there too, and he's used to being USC all of his years. Yeah, no. Now, on the flip side, who do you think Washington will take at the number two spot if they do end up keeping that spot? So, if they end up keeping it, if there's an offensive offensive lineman available that high, that's who they'll get. In my opinion, it all. So you don't think they're taking quarterback? No. <laughs> so interesting. Where <laughs> where is if they? Who keeps Sam Howell? They're either going to draft Joe Alt from Notre Dame, or they're going to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Which I don't think they're going to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Even though Washington needs. I think that'd be in reach for Marvin Harrison Jr. Maybe. I mean, it might be. I mean, I think he's talented. But I think, um, he's, a, I think he's a top ten receiver, not top three. If they keep Sam Howell, I'm going with offensive tackle. I'm sorry, top 10 draft pick, not top 10 receiver. True. So, And if they they trade Hal, I can see them getting May. You're just getting a Sam Hal 2.0. That's all you're getting. Um, Or Baker Mayfield 3.0. That or Daniels. I'm completely opposite of you guys. This new regime... Talking ownership group, talking coaching staff, they want their guy. They want no part of the Rivera-Snyder era. And unfortunately, Sam Howe is part of that era. Sadly. So my expectation is Washington will end up keeping their second pick and drafting Jaden Daniels out of LSU. I think by far he is the absolute best quarterback in the class, better than Caleb Williams. Yeah, I actually do want to switch mine. I, I was I, to be fair, Jamie. Uh, I, you know, as mu- you know, I'm with Ben on this one. As much as the hype was, you know, is high for Caleb Williams, he is not. He is not so, a number one pick. 
in my opinion. He is unfortunately only a number one pick because the Bears have habits for reaching on quarterbacks. If I was yeah, but if you look all you at this, all you have to say are two quarterbacks, Cade McNown and Mitch Trubisky. That's all you have to say. Would you like my top five and quarterbacks for this draft class? Go ahead. I have Jaden Daniels, number one. Hmm. I have Michael Penix Jr. at number two. That's interesting. I have Drake May at three. Okay. Then Caleb Williams at four. Then Bo Nix at five. Nice. Nice. Um, that is uh, that is very interesting, Jamie. I mean, I, I, you I know, un- unfortunately for, for me, unfortunately, I do not follow college football that much. You know, unfortunately for me, and I feel ashamed about that. But at the same time, you know, at the same time, it's like college football has gotten so, what's the word? Um, So. Monopolized? Yes. Like, it is, it is an unfair organization, the NCAA is anyway, uh, to the college athlete anyway. So, that's all I have to say about that. No, I do want to say that I didn't mean May. I meant Daniels. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree with Jamie, though. I think Daniels is the better quarterback of, out of those three. And then, I, I, then again, you know, then again uh, adding to my comment, I also believe that college is a scam anyway. Uh, so. Yeah, but if you if you actually go back to last year when we were talking draft, I was I was quoted on record saying that C.J. Stroud was the best quarterback in the in that draft class. Yeah, and and, and interestingly enough, to be fair, uh, I think the response was we didn't know yet and we didn't believe it, uh, but we also didn't believe in uh, in uh, the Panthers pick anyway. So, oh, the Panthers pick nobody believed in. Yeah, and Bright, Bryce Young was just you know again. You know, they they could have they could have had the they could have had the fancy Honda you know the fancy fancy Honda Civic Si. Instead, they confused confused the Honda Civic with a little Tykes car that is red and yellow. I mean, if you really think about it, Caleb Williams is just a taller Bryce Young. Or uh, if you really think about it, Caleb Williams Actually, is a ta- is a taller Johnny Manziel. Or a li- or a, or a line uh, Linehart, whatever his name was. Uh, Matt Le- uh, Matt Leinert. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, both from USC, but are they, is is uh, Caleb Williams left-handed? No matter. Well, I, either way, uh, quarterbacks from USC. Uh, quarterbacks from USC, out. unfortunately, uh, have a history of being uh, divas. Uh, I mean, look at the Ohio State quarterbacks. They don't really pan out too well either. No, they don't. Ohio State quarterbacks, USC quarterbacks don't really pan very well. I mean, we're going to completely disregard that CJ Stroud's from Ohio State. Well, I mean, you got to get one. He is the outlier. He is the outlier. And I mean, Justin Fields hasn't been bad. No, he's, he's better no, than he, most. So the past couple quarterbacks been. from there have have been better. But Justin, bad. The, only, the only issue with Justin Fields is he's on the Bears. Yeah, exactly. and that's what I'm saying. Like, like going off and of like the, the past couple, you can't really. The, the Bears are run yeah. by a geriatric legacy owner who married George Hallis Here's... and her incompetent sons. Here's another one. What if 
the Steelers trade for uh, Fields? Uh, I could see that happening. Could see that happening, but I think they're gonna they're gonna try to get someone else. Uh, as far as a veteran quarterback, well, the rumor uh, is uh, Pennington. I mean, Tannehill, I mean, Jesus, Pennington, uh, Chad uh, Pennington. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're from the same mold, man. Might as well be. <laughs> yep. Uh, so uh, we, we should we should get ready to wrap this up. Uh, ben has to, has to uh, get ready to leave soon, unfortunately. Uh, we will have to wrap this up. Uh, so... Uh, we will. Uh, we are going. We are going to do that. So we're going to uh, first thank our affiliate uh, sponsors in in our Spotify uh, description down below. Uh, when we do, when you do listen to us on Spotify, I should say, uh, we have uh, Duke Cannon Supply, Doctor Squatch, Sleeves, W Energy, uh, Bulletproof Coffee, and finally Fanatics. <coughs> Baseball yeah. uniforms. Yep, uh, get get your see-through baseball uniforms coming up. Yeah, and, and speaking of baseball, we we will on Friday night be talking baseball on dirt and turf. Yeah, we're doing that next week, right, Ben? We're going to attempt this. We are going to try to get everybody together, get the troops together. If Jamie wants to join, whoever wants to be the host, we can do it. Uh, just let me know. Yep. Unfortunately, Fridays will not work for me because I am in a league race uh, on Xbox Live with NASCAR Heat 5 during those time frames usually. However, uh, also a plug, uh, make sure you uh, listen in on Thursdays uh, for the Lap Down podcast. Uh, we we cover all things motorsports. And uh, if you're into motorsports related things, that's another thing that you can get from Fanatics. Get your get your racing gear as the season has begun. Yep, as as long as it isn't see-through. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Kyle Larson hats aren't see-through. Eh, you'd be surprised. Yeah, you will be. Uh, but uh, and also before you know, before the season even begins, we will be looking to add add some new sponsors. Hopefully, right, Ben? Before we're gonna the football hope. season begins. We're gonna hope so. We're gonna try. Yep, that's all. We, that's all we can do. So uh, that and that is. Unfortunately, it for the hard count by the Social Sports Pad podcast. I am the man they call Cobra, and on behalf of Ben and Jamie, we'll see you on the stage because it is draft time. Next time we'll be on the hard count. But if, if we don't see you on the stage, we'll see you on the field. However, if you're not on the stage, doesn't mean you can't play. Exactly. Mm-hmm. See on the field. Exactly. Everybody have a great night. See ya. Put, 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 put.